Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast committed to helping you achieve a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. I'm excited today to have a Rebecca as a guest, guest with me today. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kellen. I'm so excited to be on your show. Well, I'm glad to have you here. We got a chance to visit briefly yesterday, and I learned a little bit about what you're doing. But what I'd like to do first is I'd like you to tell me, and I ask this question a particular way. So how everybody has gifts and talents, you're using yours to do good. So I like to ask the question, tell me all the ways that Rebecca is adding good to the world. That is a great question. I am adding good to the world because of my mission, which is to empower overworked, stressed out women to go from burned out to balanced, beautiful and abundant. And I do that through one on one coaching, group coaching, international retreats and my podcast, The Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant Show. So that's a spectacular array, a nice menu of different ways that you're helping people. So now what I want you to tell me is um, I, I you, you didn't get here to this place where you're helping these overworked, stressed out women. You didn't get here by accident. So tell me what in your heart drives you to want to do this? Why is this your mission? This is my mission because I was overworked and stressed out and burned out. And when I was in my 20s, I was working with a company that discouraged self-care. They were like, we don't want you to lift weights when you could be lifting the phone and making more and more calls. And I found myself overweight, depressed, lonely, not in relationship with anyone. And I decided I was going to leave that way of living, which was uh, in Manhattan and moved to Florida. And I started doing different things than most Princeton grads would do. I started selling Ford cars and that led to uh, an opportunity for an internet startup company. And finally, I had enough uh, money in the bank to move to Los Angeles and pursue my childhood dream of being an actress. And when I was an actress, I had a really laid back schedule because I was waiting for auditions to happen, which often did not happen. I I was, uh, you know, I had some small parts on Friends, CSI and 24, which are big shows, but I wasn't able to quite make a full time living. So I found myself uh, working in the children's acting school business, and that business is mostly evenings and weekends when the kids are out of school. And before I knew it, I was making six figures working part time because I had started studying spiritual, te- great spiritual teachers like 
Marianne Williamson and Michael Beckwith and Wayne Dyer and Abraham Hicks. And I started understanding the law of attraction and I was making six figures working part-time and I was in great shape and I had great friends and I had a community and I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like I'm actually making more money now than I ever was when I was working 60 to eight hours a week. And that is why I'm so passionate about teaching everyone, not just women that you know, more work doesn't necessarily make more income and it definitely doesn't create happiness. So you discovered this for yourself, like you went through one bit of treadmill and and you went, changed, you know, thing, changed positions, changed from Manhattan to Florida to California. And in that process, you discovered children's acting school. You created this for yourself. But I want to know what's in what what in your heart makes you I mean you had it for yourself. Why has it now become a passion to help other people? Well, I want you to dig around in your heart a little bit and tell me why you care. Why does it matter to help? I care about helping other people because I feel like that is why we're here on the planet to be of maximum service to God and to our fellows and when I leave the planet, I'm not taking a U-Haul with me to go to the other side. What? And I don't have kids, so I don't have a biological legacy. So my true legacy is going to be the lives that I help, the people that I impacted, the, the love that I shared, the wisdom that I imparted. And I want to leave as big of a legacy as I can energetically and through love. I love that love part. You know, it seems like we're built by the divine, both physiologically and emotionally, to be in love and service. And we're happiest when we do that. And and you've discovered that and you're living in that. So after you'd made this discovery and as you were doing the children's acting school, you, you were able to pursue this other loving service passion full time. Describe to me a little bit the evolution in your heart. And what I mean by that is often, and I don't know if this is true for you or not, but often when we start to coach or we start to do those kinds of things, we have self-doubt. We worry that we're not good enough or that nobody's going to listen. Or if we build the stadium, nobody will come or whatever it is. Was that ever a struggle for you? And if it was, what, what happened? It's a struggle every day. And I feel like rejection judgment fear of what other people you know are going to do abandonment that is part of going for any big dreamer goal because if it was easy and everyone's like yes i'll sign up for your coaching program i'll go with you on an international retreat i'll i'll buy you know because i also promote health and wellness products i'll buy your collagen or if it was so easy everyone would do it and I was just talking to a coaching client this morning and my commitment of my mission and wanting to help people is bigger than my self-doubt and my insecurity. So I'm willing to deal with the fear of rejection and abandonment and judgment because I'm so committed to helping so many women go from burned out to balanced, beautiful and abundant. So it is something that I deal with every day every time i send a message or make a phone call or do an outreach to someone 
that is not yet my client, I don't know if they're going to say yes, but I'm committed to helping people. And I know that I will find the people that are meant to be served by me. So I love that you're helping people and women are your primary target, but anyone become balanced, bold, beautiful, abundant. And I know I added some extra words, but all of those wonderful things, when they come to you with the doubts and the fears that we all have, I I, I have a funny name for that. I, you know, we just came out of this COVID thing that killed X number of people. And I have a W-I-T-O-T, Wittot fungus. And I always say to clients or others, that kills more people than COVID ever will. And it's an acronym, and it stands for what I think others think. Mm. But anyway, the Wittot fungus, right? So when when clients come to you infected with that, or however you characterize that, and they believe that they want what you're talking about, but somehow it's not going to apply to them, where do you start with that to help them create that view of possibility? Well, that is a limiting belief, right? So what I like to do is, first of all, help them create a vision of what it is they really want. Because a lot of people don't even know their dream or their vision. They're just living in the mundane of just, you know, getting by and paying bills and survival. So I help them gain clarity in what they want. And I actually have a really awesome workbook called Discover Your Life Purpose. So we start there. Once they know what they want and what their purpose is, then we get to find out what their limiting beliefs are around that. And many people have the same limiting beliefs, right? I'm not good enough. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too fat fat or thin. I'm not smart enough. I miss my prime, you know, my boat is, I miss my boat. There's so many people that have the same beliefs. So I help them figure out what their limiting beliefs are. And then I flip them around and I turn them into affirmations. So I am a huge believer in affirmation. So if their limiting belief is I'm just not good enough to have whatever I I want, I've never been good enough. And that's why I don't have what I want then we would work with the affirmation, I am good enough. And it's it's pretty fun to flip these limiting beliefs around and turn them into affirmations. You know, when I talk to coaches and I talk to a lot of them and I've interviewed a lot of people and all this podcast and my LA Talk radio show and stuff, there's a lot of this conversation about these limiting beliefs in all of their various forms. I'm not fill in the blank enough. I'm wondering, talk for a minute about why, why are we living in a world that seems infected at every corner, every day, every message, everything that creates, builds, feeds this idea of, yeah, whatever, but not for you. Like, why is this the great infection of the world, do you think? I think it is a great infection of the world because that is how they sell us stuff. So it's called consumerism. If we feel that we don't look good enough, then we're going to buy that fancy dress or that fancy perfume or that fancy piece of jewelry or that car. So... I feel like there are programs and ads 
like you're not good enough, but this product will make you feel good enough for buy this, buy this product. I think that's one, one reason why we're so infected. And then the other reason is through social media, people are putting their best foot forward and they're using filters and they're using, you know, their highlight reel of their life. And I like to say they're sharing the Disney version of their life and not the HBO version. And people look at them like, oh my God, I could never like have that kind of a vacation or have that car or have that house or have that kind of relationship. And I call that compare and despair-ism, comparing our insides to other people's outsides. But yet we see that so many celebrities and, and wealthy people who have everything we think we want to feel successful, a lot of them are ODing or committing suicide. So we know that that outside stuff is not going to fix us, but we see it so often displayed on social media and in advertising. So I agree with that 100%. We've seen programmed from competitiveness in school to grading everything to better than, worse than on every communication platform. So since you know that every person is a, is a divine being created with purpose and intention, and <clears throat> people come programmed or infected with this other nonsense, tell me, what do you do if you have thoughts about how to do this to help a person look in their own eyes or maybe you look in their eyes first to see through into that true divinity and wake up and fan that spark of possibility and opportunity to sort of dust off or get rid of this infection. Talk to me about that, reaching that inner divine spark, which is really the way that this all starts. Well, my seven pillars of abundance are in order of importance and <laughs> spirituality, then fitness, then emotions, romance, mental, social, financial. So the first pillar is spirituality. And what you're talking about is having a relationship with the divine, having that connection where you know that you're unconditionally loved and taken care of and looked after. So we would cultivate a relationship with the divine and I am a huge believer in a morning practice or an evening practice. I know that uh, I found a writing practice. When I was 19, I was in a 12-step program, and I met a woman named Janet. And she's like, here's how you write a letter to God. And I have been writing that letter to God every single morning for 30 years. So I have a very connected relationship with the God of my understanding through this, I call it an abundance journal. And I'm going to provide that as a gift to all your listeners. So this uh, morning practice, whether it's writing in a journal, prayer, meditation, candles, incense, yoga, breath work, whatever it is, where you feel a connection to the divine, to this eternal love and cultivate that as a relationship, because when we have a relationship with a lover or anyone, you know, a mentor, a coach, a brother, sister, friend, we cultivate that relationship and we spend time in connected conversation. So I would tell my client that if they're feeling that discouraged, that we 
we're going to create a relationship with the higher power of your understanding that you're going to feel so much love and so much faith that everything is going to be okay and that you're looked after. So I love that. And I agree and support that 100%. I have a morning ritual too, and that's wonderful. So you mentioned there you met someone in a 12-step program, which uh, I'm sure you weren't going there for fun. So talk a little bit about what led you to be there and how did, and part of that 12 steps is, you know, realizing your own dependence on higher power and so forth. Talk about a little bit about that evolution where you were, what you were doing there, what happened and how you leveraged your own connection to where you have that daily powerful connection with the divine, which I agree with you. It's the source of all the other stuff. Yes. So when I was 18, I was at <clears throat> university and I fell in love with someone and it was a relationship that was very tumultuous and dramatic. And I, uh, in an attempt to get attention or an apology, I did this uh, stage suicide attempt and I wore all black and I played the cure and I, you know, drew the shades of my dormitory room. And I was, I took a bottle of Tylenol cold medicine and I was hoping that he would find me and apologize. Uh, but instead of him finding me, my roommate did. And I ended up in the school infirmary and I was on a 24 hour suicide watch and I had a meeting with the school psychiatrist. He gave me a, a interview and he asked if I might be an alcoholic. I said, I have no idea. He gave me a quiz from the pamphlet. Are you an alcoholic? I passed. And he asked if he could send a student in to talk to me about Alcoholics Anonymous. And I was like, absolutely. So I met with this student and she asked if, if uh, I would go to a meeting with her when I got out of the school hospital. And I did. And prior to that meeting, I was a total atheist. I was, you know, running the show myself. And in that meeting, I learned about having a connection to a power greater than myself that was not religion, that was spirituality. And that began my spiritual journey. I love that. Thank you for, for sharing that, because lots of people find it difficult to talk about or embarrassing. And the older I get and the more I do this, the less I worry about that. And the more I simply boldly declare that we've all felt at one time or another some connection and call it whatever you want. And we ignore that not only at our peril, but it limits our growth and opportunity. So I'd like to dive into some of your programs a little bit. Talk about uh, your group coaching program or, or your private coaching. Just talk about what you offer to people and how it works and what happens there and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have uh, three programs. Uh, one is called Elegant Warrior Training. And in Elegant Warrior Training, we go through each of the seven pillars of abundance and we get, it's very uh, spiritual. It's it's practical and spiritual at the same time. There's a lot of uh, coaches that are very ethereal and there's some that are just all business. My coaching marries metaphysics with business. So we start each week with one of the pillars of abundance and I give them tips, tools, and strategies to get that pillar of abundance to a level 10. So Elegant Warrior is a seven-week group coaching program. 
And then I have uh, two other programs. One is Create Your Six-Figure Side Hustle. And I am a huge believer that you don't have to quit your job to be a successful entrepreneur. It's, to me, a lot easier and you get to stay in your feminine energy when you have a side hustle. So knowing that you have all your bills paid, knowing that you will be able to eat and survive and then creating a business out of passion and a desire to serve versus, oh my God, if this person doesn't sign up, I'm not gonna pay my rent. So I teach how to create a six-figure side hustle. And I'm so excited. One of my clients yesterday had a huge windfall two months ago. She couldn't even pay her bills. She was a single mom, three kids, three divorces. And through my coaching in real estate, she made $300,000 in two months. So that is so exciting to me. So she's a perfect example of that. And then that's, that's an eight-week coaching program. Then I have an eight-week program called Manifest Your Soulmate in Midlife. And I have a huge success story from that. Uh, my client, Sarah, was dating uh, men that would just dump her. And they're what I call Peter Pans, just you know, boys who don't want to become men. They don't really want a real girlfriend. They just want to have the most amount of sex for the least amount of commitment. So she was attracting a lot of Peter Pans that would dump her. And through my coaching, she has attracted what I like to call a real man, who is her boyfriend. And she's not only having great sex, but she's having really intimate, connected, beautiful conversations where she see, uh, feels seen and heard. And uh, that makes me so happy. I have another client and she is in the Mediterranean with her boyfriend right now, having a romantic vacation. And before that, she was choosing men who are completely emotionally unavailable. So those are the three coaching programs that I have. And I also have uh, retreats that are coming up in 2024 to India and Costa Rica. Wow. Are, are the retreats focused around the same themes or is that something different? They are focused around the same theme. So uh, they're mm -hmm. focused around the seven pillars of abundance and having, you know, an aligned life in these seven key areas. Cool. So I'd like you to take for a minute those seven pillars of abundance. I love them. You said them very quickly. And I'd like you to take maybe a minute or 30 seconds for a minute to talk a little bit more detail about each one, how they work together and why you picked seven and why you landed there where you did. Sure. I love seven. Seven is a very spiritual number and seven pillars of abundance. So they're in order of importance. As we discussed, spirituality is the most important one. When we are connected to the divine, we feel empowered. We have faith in something that's bigger than us. We know that we are of service to people, and that is how we set up our day when we're elegant warriors, which is what I call my community. So the first thing is having a morning ritual that connects you to the divine. The second thing is fitness. So health is wealth. If we have our health, we have everything. If we don't have our health, we have nothing. You know, as you know, when you were in a coma for 27 days, your only job was to get out of a coma. You couldn't do anything else. So health is our 
number one priority after spirituality. And I believe body before business, plan your day around your workout, plan your day around your supplements and your water and all the things that make you healthy. And the third priority is emotion. So all emotions come from two base emotions. And this is from the Course in Miracles. All negative emotions come from fear, jealousy, bitterness, resentment, anger, and all positive emotions come from love, the base emotion of love, bliss, ecstasy, happiness, contentment, appreciation, satisfaction, gratitude. So I help my clients shift from the fear channel to the love channel. And the fastest way to shift is through gratitude. I believe that gratitude is the secret sauce to a happy life. So that is the emotional pillar. The next pillar is romance. And it's so important that we get our emotions centered before we go into romance, because I used to be negative, jaded, cynical, and bitter. And guess what? I attracted men that were negative, jaded, cynical, and bitter. So once I learned how to be happy and in love with myself and life, I finally attracted my soulmate and I got married uh, in 2021. So we've been married about a year and a half. So that is the next pillar, romantic love. And the pillar after that is mental so once we get in a happy, loving relationship or not, some people don't want to be polyamorous and I'm good with that too. I have no judgment. But once we feel that we have our love life to a level 10, then we want to keep working on our mindset, growing and expanding. And we do that through listening to awesome podcasts, like your ultimate <laughs> hiring coaches, like me and Kenneth. So we want to keep working on our mindset. And there's so much out there on YouTube, on podcasts. Mm -hmm. This is the golden age. There's Zooms. There's there's so many communities that can help us with our mental work. Um, after mental work is social. So I feel that people in 2023 are lacking community. They're hiding behind their, their cell phone and their computer, and they're very lonely. And that is why the suicide rates have gone up. So it's so important to find a community, whether it's a Facebook group or a yoga class, a temple, a church, uh, doesn't matter to me. Just find a community. It could be a cooking class somewhere where you feel seen and supportive and somewhere where someone has what you want. So there's people lifting you up and there's people that you can lift up. And finally, financial. When you have health and you have a spiritual connection to the divine and you have community and friends and you have your emotional state centered, then you are going to attract money, opportunities, people. I mean, look how I attracted you, Kellen. I didn't even know you two days ago. And now we're having this amazing conversation that's going to help so many people. So you become magnetic. And that's why I like to call myself the magnetic abundance mentor because the goal is to have such a aligned life that you magnetize and it's not an effort. You don't have to go out and chase and push and grind. You will just attract financial opportunities to you. And everybody thinks it's a reverse. Everybody thinks I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to make a ton of money. Then I'm going to hire a personal trainer. I'll look really hot then I'll attract my soulmate. Then we'll go on spiritual retreats together and socialize with other couples and then we'll be happy. But it's actually 
the other way, the way that I have it laid out, at least in my personal experience. I, I love that. And thank you for taking the invitation to talk about each one of those pieces. There's a book called The Happiness Equation, and it's written by a fellow named Neil Pashrika, who I heard speak live at a, at a provincial or state BNI convention, the networking group. Anyway, he used to be the chief something or other for Walmart, and he listed, you know, the happy work really hard, do this, this, then happy. And he said, that's backwards, you know, be happy first, and then you get all this other stuff. And so when you were describing that, it just reminded me of his talk in that book. So I, I agree with what you're saying in terms of the what's important and what that commitment or, or having those things provides for you, especially the part about money. Everybody thinks you know, we have this religion around money and the money isn't the problem. The religion's the problem, right? That it means this and buys that. And it is this mystical gobbledygook and it's not. Money comes naturally when you love yourself and you're whole. So I want to ask you now, um, people are going to want to follow up with you. They're going to want to find some stuff. You said you had something for folks. So talk about where to find you. Uh, what that thing is and why they want it and uh, just go for that. Sure. So I'm going to give Kellen my link tree. I have a couple really cool offerings in there that you're going to love. I have a seven day challenge where you can do seven pillars of abundance in seven days for $7. So it is a little mini course where you can experience what it's like to have all seven areas of life in a at a level 10 and i'll give you an activation in each of the seven areas for seven days i also have this amazing abundance journal the one that i found when i was 19 and this journal will absolutely change your life because not only will it give you a relationship with the divine but it will help you flip negative thinking into positive thinking it will help you reframe everything that happens it will help you learn from other people and their wins. It'll help you celebrate your own wins. It is my number one tool. I won't miss a day. Doesn't matter if I've had two hours of sleep or if I'm traveling halfway across the world or speaking, I will make sure I start my day every day with this abundance journal. And as a gift to your listeners, I'm gonna give them that for free. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman on Twitter at Rebecca E. Whitman, on Clubhouse at Rebecca E. Whitman. And you can also find me, uh, my website, RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com, where you can find out a lot more cool things about me. Thank you for all that. Now, one of the diseases that we have is <clears throat> internet marketing, people selling stuff online, always want to talk about stuff as though it were some magical thing. And if you just suddenly have this magical thing, the whole thing is all fixed. And we, you, me, and those of us that have got all or some measure of that kind of success that others look for, realize that nobody falls up the mountain. So the last thing I want you to talk about is what is the responsibility of me? I go get your stuff and it sounds so cool. What is my responsibility in turning the truths that you've shared with all of us into reality in my own life? 
That's a great question because I know that I've left seminars and I'm like, oh my God, I took 30 pages of notes and I found the key to my business or my love life and then I don't take any action. So the definition of insanity is, you know, doing the same exact behavior and expecting a different result. There is no magical pill. There's no quote. There's no aha moment that will change your life unless you're willing to back it up with action. That is why I offer action-oriented gifts. The seven pillars of abundance will give you, I mean, the seven-day challenge, seven pillars of abundance for seven bucks. That will give you seven days of action steps to take so you can actually feel a shift in your life. And the journal, if you write in it one or two days, it's not going to change your life. It's doing this as a morning practice and having habits that will help you change your life. So habits are so important to success. They take, they say it takes 21 days to form a new habit and 90 days to create a new lifestyle. So these practices and ways of thinking are a lifestyle. They're not a quick fix. Thank you, Rebecca. I want to thank you for your wisdom, for your friendliness, for your kindness, for the gifts. Uh, and and everything that you're sharing with people. So thanks for being with us today. You are so welcome, Kellen. It was so fun. I love being a guest on your show, and I cannot wait to have you on my show very soon. Thank you. So listeners, I want to encourage you one more time to go back through this and make a decision to take some action. What Rebecca has shared with us is true. It's real. And I have my own experience that backs up what she said. I can promise you that if you take action here, get the free stuff, but do something with it. And if you do, you will be able to create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on